1: Previously on In the President's
0: Service. You're worried about Henry, aren't you? I'm scared to death, Allison.
2: You Americans are pretty sentimental when it comes to human life.
0: How are they transporting Fister?
2: He'll love this. He's going by freight train, locked in a box car.
3: A train derailed just ahead. The Feds had a prisoner in one of the cars, and he escaped. We're looking for him.
0: Helen, are you doing what I think you're doing? It's my job, Allison, and I'm going to see it through.
2: You can identify Fister. I'll take care of Allison. You go to the back of the house. Eugene Tyler's team is getting ready to take off. Based on The Dark Pool, the second book in the series by best-selling author Ace Collins, the Long Highway Players proudly present In the President's Service, Episode 13, Out Cold.
3: All right, boys. Let's keep it moving. He's got to be here someplace. Let's hit that old place up ahead next. We'll get him. Yeah, boy. Okay. Right. Yes, sir.
0: This place looks like a hurricane hit it. All those broken windows and holes in the roof. If it was a man, it'd be a Republican. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> well, the whole thing is leaning to the right. Huh.
3: There's no place for humor in a field, young lady.
0: If you wanted to evade a search party, this place would suit you perfectly. Certainly more obscure than the other places we've looked at.
3: All right, men. Go in with your guns drawn. Search every inch of the place. If there's an old can of beans in the pantry, I want to know about
2: it.
3: Look, over there! Take cover! Malone's been hit! Take cover, man! Get on the other side of the house! I'll be all right. Shh. Why'd he stop shooting?
0: I guess he knows you didn't get his can of beans. Yeah. Okay, okay. Why did he start shooting in the first place?
3: Crooks aren't known for being bright. He's probably just panicked. Knew he'd given his location away.
0: Reggie Fister panicking? Not a chance. Something else is going on here.
3: Dobbs, Jenkins, cover me. I'm gonna go see who's been throwing lead at us. On my signal.
0: Talk about not that bright.
3: I've got a job to do, woman. You just stay out of the way.
0: It's your party. Do what you want to do. Now, men! <sighs> <gasps> what did you find?
3: Nothing. Nothing. Just a few casings.
0: I was afraid of that. Gentlemen, are you hurt badly?
3: I'm okay. Just a scratch. Same here. He just winged me.
0: I don't think he was shooting to kill.
3: Oh, what do we do now? He's probably taken off.
0: Agent Tyler, see that big clump of dirt in the back?
3: Yeah. Looks like a root cellar to me. Men, make for that root cellar over there. Okay, Dobbs, open that door. Jenkins, shine your flashlight into the hole. Everyone else, get ready.
0: Agent Tyler, hold on. Whomever is in there, we need him alive, especially if it's Fister.
3: Right. Okay, Dobbs, open it up. You in there! Come out with your hands up!
0: Why, Reggie? Fancy meeting you here again. OK, Agent Tyler, cuff him and let's get back to headquarters..
3: Inside, Fister, we want to talk to you.
0: You found him?: Yes, we did. But I'm not sure why.
3: What do you
2: mean?
0: It seemed too easy. Why would someone wreck a train to spring a guy and then hand him right back to us?
2: Maybe they just needed something he knew, and when they got it out of him, left him alone.
0: Yeah, that's possible. If that's the deal, maybe Fister will roll over on those people now. Excuse me.
3: Why don't you come off it, Fister? We've got you made and you know it. Mm-hmm. Quit the act, Fister. I know you can understand... Agent
0: Tyler, I need to talk to him alone.
3: I don't think so. We're going to wait until the command leader gets here so we can work the guy over.
0: You know there are still killers on the loose out there. Why don't you and your men go find them?
3: Look, little girl, I've had just about enough of you. I can do my job without help, especially from a woman. So why don't you go back and do your job as FDR's pet?
0: You would never have found Fister if I hadn't discovered his hiding place. The least you can do is step aside and let me have a few minutes with him. I've earned that much.
3: You haven't earned a thing. This is my case and my collar, and if I Agent ever... Meeker. Agent Meeker, I just
2: got a call from the president. He wants to know what information you've been able to get from Fister. I told him you haven't completed your interrogation yet. He sounded upset.
0: Would you like to return that call and explain to the President of the United States why I haven't finished my job? I
3: just don't understand why it's so important that you talk to him first.
0: Because he might know where Henry Reese is. And since I know this man better than anyone else here, he's more likely to tell me than you. You do want Henry back on the job, don't you? Of course. Then give me five minutes with Fister.
3: You can't talk to him alone. I won't have it.
0: Okay, Agent Barnes stays in here with me.
3: Fine. Have it your way. Five minutes, not a second. Longer.
0: That call from the President came at the perfect time.
3: What call from the President?
0: Agent Barnes, you're a rotten liar, but I could just kiss you.
2: Well, maybe later, Miss Meeker. Why don't you get cracking on our friend here?
0: Yes, we don't have a lot of time. Sir, what is your name?
2: Reginald Fister. Why did you ask him that? It's
0: pretty clear he's been drugged. I wanted to see how aware he was. Look at his wound.
2: There's blood soaked through the bandage. Let me see here. Looks worse than it did this morning. He must have injured it in trying to escape. Reginald?
0: Do you know who I am? No. No use. (sighs) He's out of it.
3: Okay, sister. Time's up. He's ours now.
0: Take him and welcome I'm going back to Washington with my sister. When the drugs wear off, let the president know if he says anything. Oh,
3: we'll make him talk, lady. Don't you worry about that.
1: Helen and Allison have returned to Helen's Washington apartment. They awake the next morning and prepare for a special trip. Allison, are you about ready? Morning, Helen. Just about. Are we really going to the White House today? Yes, we are. I can't wait to meet the president. You'll like him. He has a great sense of humor and a quick smile. I'm sure he's proud of you for wrapping up such a huge case. Helen, are you okay? I'm fine, Allison. Why? You caught the man the whole world wanted, but you haven't smiled once since we got home. You look like you've just lost your best friend. It's looking that way, Allison. Every hour that passes, there's less of a chance that Henry's still alive. It's hard to think about. Let me get that. Helen Meeker. This is the Overseas Operator. You have a call from London. The caller's name is Russell Strickland. Do you want to accept it? Uh, yes, I'll accept. Connecting the call now. Please hold.
2: Miss Meeker? Yes? Russell Strickland here, madam. I was asked to be in touch with you by Henry Rees.
1: Oh, yes, Mr. Strickland. You're the OSS, aren't you?
2: Yes, madam, that's right. Your friend, Mr. Reese, wanted me to pass along any information I had on a chap named Reggie Fister.
1: I've got a pencil and a tablet right here, Mr. Strickland. Fire away.
2: He was born in a small town in Scotland. His father was Scottish and his mother was German. They were both killed in a house fire when Reginald was two years old.
1: I think I had guessed that he had an an identical twin. Was I right?
2: Indeed you were, madam. After the parents died, Alistair Fister was sent to live in a children's home in Germany. Mm-hmm. Reginald was shipped to one in Edinburgh. I found no trace of what happened to either of them after that.
1: Well, thanks so much, Mr. Strickland. That's very helpful.
2: Delighted to be of service, madam. Good day to you.
1: Goodbye, Mr. Strickland. What was that all about? I'll tell you as we walk. Let's go. Just let me lock up here. The FBI has the wrong Reggie sister. Huh? The real Reggie sister came to this country as an exchange student... But the Nazis nabbed him when they got his twin to spy for them. If the Pfister who pretended to be a British hero was ever caught and unmasked, they just replaced him with the twin. That was the plan all along. The train crash was staged to make the swap. But how did they know Fister was on that train? I've been saying since this whole thing started there was a mole. And I think I know who it is. But I can't make a move until I'm sure. I'll turn the radio to the music station. Hope they have some of Frank's songs playing. Sometimes I can't believe I'm doing this kind of work. <sighs> okay, let's head out. Over- <gasps> You have been listening to episode 13 from in the president's service our story was adapted for podcasts by michael messner who also directed this production performers included allison johnson andrew sargent art shingler chris phipps gary clausen lance rodriguez Lindsay morgan max sullivan michael tucker nancy moran rachel miller riley hunsicker scott holfclaw and Steph Garcia. Also appearing were the author and the director. Theme music by Alex Productions' Creative Commons. The executive producer was Nancy Messner. This is Laura Brant. Thank you for listening.